0: You're listening to the Hello C.S. Dorsey Podcast, episode number 16. In this episode, it's really going to make you hungry. I'm talking with Sheree Marie of Carlsbad Food Tours on this episode. And let me tell you, yes, my stomach was growling a little bit (laughs) when I was doing this interview. I was so happy she was able to stop by and tell us all about Carlsbad Food Tours and how she was able to get into it and became the founder of the company. Let's dive in. All right, we're on. Hi, Shereed, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and what you do.
1: Yes, I'm Cherie Marie, and I am the owner of Carl's Bad Food Tours, which is a party on the move, basically. Uh, it is a progressive eating tour with a little side of history. Um, we actually go to eight restaurants. We do food tasting, wine, and we talk about the history, culture, and architecture of the town.
0: Oh, wow. That's interesting.
1: See <laughs> so you want to go, right?
0: Yes. I'm like, so uh, to be honest with you, I'm actually planning a trip down there in October. So I'm really hoping to maybe swing by and see you. So, <laughs> okay. that'll, that'll fun. <laughs> so tell us something about yourself that a lot of people don't know.
1: Well, I was actually in the army <laughs> At 18 years old, I joined the army, I I needed to get out of Riverside for a a time period. And I wanted to go to Europe and they happened to have a um, a deal where you had a two year tour and you could pick your job or your station. And so I chose, I wanted to go to Europe, so I chose Europe. And um, they had tested us to see what we scored high on and I had scored high in auto mechanics. So they wanted me to be a helicopter repairman. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine, whatever. So they sent me to Virginia to school. And when I got there, they're like, really? You want to be a helicopter repairman? So um, they ended up teaching me transportation specialists. And I ended up going to Germany for two years and working in government housing.
0: Wow. And I
1: used my GI bill and went back to school, and I was a nurse for 34 years after that. Wow. Yes, and I specialized in open-heart surgery, and I did 10 years in the operating room, 10 years in ICU, and then case management of heart surgery patients. And by 34 years, then I retired and decided to do something a little bit more fun so I invented Carl's Bad Food Tours after going on a tour in Carmel, California. And uh, yeah, it was a great tour. And I'm like, this is a fun job. Okay, I'm going to start this in, in retirement. So I actually, after I'd gone on her tour, I actually called her and said, Stacey, I want to start this job. What do you suggest? And she told me, you need to go to Chicago. And I'm like, what? And so chicago uh, a, a gentleman named Shane coast at uh, who owns Chicago Food planets uh, taught a course called uh, food Tour pros and they would teach you how to set up your tours so my husband and I flew there and he taught us everything we needed to do to you know how to talk to the vendors how to price it what kind of places to put on your tour uh, you know one one of a kind mom mom pop play places. And we, we came back and we set it up and then we uh, flew Shane out and he did a walkthrough on the tour and said, I like this place. I don't like that place. And you're talking too much over here. But um, I now belong to a group of um, all the people he's taught around the world, which is, um, you know, we have anywhere between Hong Kong, Montreal, um, all over the United States and uh, hundreds of people that we communicate together with on the global food tourism association. And so we, we talk online about, you know, marketing techniques and social media, that type of stuff. And then we meet once a year at a foodie city to do a conference. So it's pretty cool.
0: That is awesome. (laughs) I'm sitting up here like I'm hungry now. (laughs) I I know. know. So uh, as far as the process and the setup, how, so, how long did it take you guys to set up, get up and running and going, and how long did it take before it really started to like kick off?
1: Well, I would say it took a couple months to figure it out. After we went to the course, because we got professional guidance from people in the had been in the industry for years. So um I would say that's probably one of the big things if somebody's gonna start a company. You know try to get with somebody that's already done this and so you're not recreating the wheel every time so you're just uh you know going with we had a template and what to use how to interview them everything that we needed to know so it was relatively simple to set it up um i would say that uh, we started getting customers right away but um one of the things we did to really increase the customers was uh groupon um and Groupon is great to get people in. However, Mm -hmm. Groupon is not good for a business bottom line. So, uh, yeah, when my husband says you need to start carrying your own weight here, and and I'm like, okay, Groupon's got to go. So, a couple of years in, after I had proven myself to be a real business and, you know, to get some respect from, uh, you know, the local the local business people. And um, they noticed that you're bringing customers to their place and it's a win-win for both of us. And then uh, Groupon was slowly taken out and replaced with other types of marketing tools. And uh, and that's where we're at today. And we've been in business now for five years.
0: That's really good.
1: We we offer tours every day um, from 11.30 to three. And we also have several different types of tours. We have uh, the original tour called uh, Taste of Carlsbad. And then we have a new tour that I invented last year that's called My Indulgence Tour. And um, that tour goes to a lot of new places in town because in Carlsbad, we have a lot of new restaurants. I um, would say probably six to eight new restaurants. And we just keep building more and more restaurants. We're not really eliminating restaurants. A few have gone out of business, but not many. Um, so. So that's where the new tour came in and, and at some point they're gonna be all new restaurants on that tour. And then we also do private tours um, for companies and team building activities. So yeah, so we, will, we can take out um, on a private tour we can take up to 30 people per, per tour for two tours. So 60 people out um, for your Christmas party or whatever activity that you wanna do some team, team building activity just to kind of get together with all your business people. Um, we get a lot of conferences in uh, Carlsbad and the La Costa Resort and um, the Park Hyatt. So we get the conference people coming over and, and doing the tour and checking out our town. So it's, it's really a great way to get to know a town. Um, in one day, you, you go to so many places, we talk about the history of each location that we go to, the people that own it, you get some history of the town and what it's all about. And then you can go to all your favorite restaurants after that. We give you coupons and discounts so that you can go experience uh, the town and have a lot of fun.
0: That's, so that's awesome. what we're all about. I love it. I really love it. <laughs> I do. I mean, I love food and I love to learn. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you should come, um, when you go on the tour, you should do the tour at the beginning of your vacation so that then you can go back to all your favorite places. And like I said, you'll have a discount coupon for them. And, um, and it just makes you feel a little bit more ownership of the town because mm-hmm. now you know, the story of the town, why it's important. and, and, And so you're, you kind of get to know it really well in, in a day. So you, like I like to say, you become a local in three hours. (laughs) That's pretty cool.
0: So how did you shift the, the mindset from I'm working like regular, you know, our work hours to now I'm my own boss. How did you shift that mindset and how long did it take you to shift the mindset?
1: Actually, I don't think I ever had a problem with that because I, I'm kind of a all-in type person. Um, even with my jobs at work, I mean, I never really... Yes, I did when I was a nurse, I would say, okay, my hands are clean. Basically, I'm, I'm done and next shift and somebody else got to take over. You have to learn that. That's actually hard because you have to give up what you were doing and you're trying to get a patient well and this and that, and you have to hand it over to someone else. So I found found that uh, more difficult than actually taking it on by myself because I can work whatever hours I want to work. If I want to work in the morning and in the evening. And my husband has his own job too. He has an internet business and he owns uh, San Diego model makers or SD model makers, which uh, he sells ship models from, um, he works in the Philippines, China, all these different countries to import these ship models. Like if you were like in the military and you uh, served on a certain ship, you can uh, get a model of that. Or if you had a boat and you wanted a replica of your boat, you can do that as well. But because he's sitting next to me, um, you know, during the day, I'm like, if I have any business questions or like uh, if I need someone to reread my newsletter, you know, make sure, you know, all the grammar is correct and this and that. He's, He's like uh, the go-to guy because he does all my backup. Like, you know, Excel is not one of my favorite things. And I got, I had to take up Excel and then we had to get into QuickBooks and learn a lot of new programs. But it was interesting. And, um, you know, when you're wanting to keep track of your money, you got to put it somewhere and put it in there accurately to do so. (laughs) That
0: was the truth. quickly better you than me because I'm like <laughs> I'm like not I'm not there yet as tracking I'm just I'm not and I have to get into that that mode of tracking what I'm tracking what I'm spending in my business what I'm bringing in, in my business but I'm like oh I'm too. It's hard to see at first because
1: you always think you're making more money than you are yeah it's like, true okay then I remember at one point um when, when he said I needed to make, make money in the business, this was not a completely a philanthropic organization. <laughs> so I had to keep track a little bit better. And when I got rid of, uh, you know, Groupon and went to some other methods, um, I was more interested in seeing, you know, okay, how can I do this without this, you know, and, mm-hmm. and how can I make this happen? And also to tell you the truth, you know, after being in business for two or three years, you get more confidence in yourself and you know what your product is, and you know that people actually are buying your product, and then you don't worry that if you have to have a price increase or change something around, that people aren't all of a sudden not going to come. So, and actually, I think that happened for me, that kind of mindset happened when in um, 2017, actually. So that's three years into the business because we started in in 2014. But in 2017, I won... uh, Women-Owned Small Business of the Year.
0: Woo-hoo! Wow! Carl said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was very exciting. And it, well, it gives you a validation of what you're doing and that you're supporting your community and they actually are paying attention to you. And this is a real business. So, so that was uh, a real booster in, in yeah, ego and that, that, you know, your business is working when your community is, is accepting you.
0: Yeah, that is so awesome.
1: We also do a lot of um, community interaction, I would say. I, I consider myself the, uh, the Carlsbad ambassador or the ambassador of Carlsbad. And we, uh, I do a lot of uh, different things with the Carlsbad Village Association. We do programs to bring people downtown. Um, I, just part of my business, I feel, is promoting all of Carlsbad. Not just the businesses that I go to, which obviously I promote them, but I also promote the store next <laughs> next door to the business that we go to. You know, when we're walking around town, I may point out some of my favorite shops or places that people want to go. We also talk about all the different activities that Carlsbad has um, to offer a visitor. Like for instance, yesterday's tour had 15 people on it, and they were all East Coast. So it's not always that it is uh, people from out of town. In fact, half of my business is local and half of it is um, out of town visitors. So you get a little of both. And the locals usually are um, somebody that's gone on my tour just to check it out, learned a lot about the history and want to take their family and friends or coming back for a party of some kind of birthday party, anniversary, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. The uh, visitors, they want to know everything there is about Carlsbad. So we talk about um, you know the Making Music Museum that we have here in town, the Flower Fields, the Gemological Institute, all the different activities that they can do, not only what they're doing on the tour, but while they're in town. And, um, and then we also talk about all the new restaurants. So um, yes, I'm promoting my restaurants that we go to, and that's really easy to do because they're tasting the food, they're meeting the people, they're going into <laughs> the environment. And then those people, uh, most of them go back to those locations and they'll find them walking around town, going right back and doing the tour again for the next day. It's funny. It's like, we're going over to the donut place. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you. <laughs> They're funny. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it's a win-win for, for everyone there. Um, so, and That promoting your business, promoting Carlsbad, um, I, I believe that it also, um, you need to give back to your community as far as charities. Um, so our, our tours, I'm, I've given tickets, uh, to pretty much anybody, I shouldn't probably say this, but pretty much anybody that asked me for tickets, uh, (laughs) um, in the area. Of course, I try to keep it in the neighborhood, but you know, we, we, uh, help the marine wives over at camp pendleton we do uh some educational um things when the carlsbad foundation is is you know trying to do a gala for something um we've we've done the um heart surgery um and uh breast cancer you know all these different different types of uh charities and i just feel like since the beginning that that's part of uh you know, taking care of your community is everybody working together and the charities and the donations and everybody that, that is part of your duty as, as being a responsible, uh, you know, business owner in in town. So I just build it in. It's just part of the deal. I don't even think about it. Well, we got two tickets to here. Not everybody comes back and uses their tickets, but in, you know, I gave it to them. They could use it if they wanted to. And, you know, And then you meet new people every time when somebody comes, you might meet a local person that had won the tickets at some gala that they went to and then they'll come back and then they'll tell their friends and it's like, you know, that
0: type of thing. Wow. That's awesome. So it's like a community word of mouth um, type of business. And I I love that. Like Mm -hmm. that's really awesome. When I saw your profile and it said that you do uh, food tours, I was like, "Mom, Mom, I know somebody. I know. (laughs) I I got connections now." I was like, "We're going down there. We're going down, yeah, (laughs) because
1: we love that stuff. You you know, yeah." Yeah. Actually, I I got a phone call recently um, from ABC News, and uh, they actually may come next week and uh, do an. Do kind of a video interview walk through with the tour, and, and so we might have be on the news. Pretty That's cool. Awesome. We were on um, when I, my first year in business. I actually, I think it was um, one of these referral businesses, and they um, they were asking a question about who does a business that helps other businesses mm-hmm. as their primary goal. And so they were asking to write a little email response. And so I'm like, well, that's what my job is all about is promoting other people, so let me write this up. And I didn't figure I'd hear anything, you know, but you never know, so you had to try. And, um, and then uh, a few days later, I got a call from um, the producer of MSNBC, It's Your Small Business Show, and he says, you know, hello. This uh, can you tell me about your business? And I'm mm-hmm. like da 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 da. And uh, he says, we'd like to fly out from New York and film your tour. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that sounds great. Yes. So he did. So we actually do have a little clip on MSNBC. But what he did was he interviewed my businesses, how my business affected their business. So he'd go to like Cafe Topaz and ask them. Well, her food tour, how is, she, how is her food tour doing with your business and why is it good for your business? And you know, one of the big things is, in uh, Cafe Topaz in particular, is a business that's not in downtown. It's a little bit out of downtown. So you actually have to know it's there. It's actually closer to the barrio area. And so you, you have to get off the beaten path to go to some of these places. And that's the one of the advantages of the food tour is that we do get off the beaten path and we do go to secret little local hangouts that you might not know about. You probably don't know about, <laughs> but we want to show it to you because those are sometimes the best places because, you know, like uh, Lola's Mexican Deli, for for instance, has been there since 1943. Well, you don't stay in business since 43 without not having good food. So That's right. Uh, and you wouldn't find Lola's because it's it's not on the main drag. But uh, those that's the advantage of, of the food tours is kind of kind of get into some really cool places that uh, may not be right on the corner because most people wouldn't go as far as off the main street. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Those places we call uh, hole in walls. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll hear because I'm from Northern California, so I'm up in the Bay Area. Uh And every time, if it's like a little rusty, little beat up place, that's the place to have the best food. It has the best food. And we call it a hole in a wall because it's literally like a hole in a wall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're usually not the expensive places either. And they have the best food. But you have to know where to go to those places because. You don't want to make a mistake, but at the same time, sometimes they don't look like you, they're going to be the best place. Yep. And so you may be deceived by the outside. You're like, oh, I'm just going to walk by this place. But actually, mistake. That was a very good restaurant. You shouldn't have right. gone
0: in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. The hole in the walls. <laughs> right. So the theme is time to level up how to reach your goals in 2020. So what tips can you give us today on how to level up in our business, life, health for this year?
1: This year, um, business, I'm doing a lot of continuing education things because there's a lot of programs out there. Technology is, is unbelievable that can help my business that, You know, even Instagram, for instance, (laughs) I'm actually doing a class (laughs) on Instagram right now, how to work it with my business. And um, I thought I had it down pat, but I am not consistent with my photos. I'm not, they're not all the same color theme. You know, they don't all look similar, (laughs) supposedly, and I didn't know this, but uh, you're supposed to have them where if you looked at all 50, 60 pictures on at one time, they have a flow they have the same color scheme. They have the same filter on it, backgrounds, different pictures inside. Well, I didn't know this. All mine looked different. <laughs> so so there's, uh, there's certain things that uh, supposedly are to uh, make your um, Instagram or your social media uh, n- to the next level. Um, and I'm working on LinkedIn. I mean, I've got 6,000 people on LinkedIn right now. However... Even though I have a lot of connections, I don't do a lot of business on LinkedIn. So I need to be a little bit more connected with my connections. So, you know, it's uh, um, those kind of things. So that's primarily what I'm working on to, uh, you know, keep the business going. It's an ongoing marketing, uh, going to new meetings, meeting new women. I go to a lot of women's meetings. Uh, Women's Wisdom in Rancho Santa Fe, I go to NCWIN, which is North County Women's in Networking, and um, you meet a lot of people that way, and um, it's, it's a lot of fun too, they always have good lunches, <laughs> so obviously I'm about the food, <laughs> that's embarrassing, but anyway.
0: <laughs> no, I do the same thing, like every time, I get so mad when they don't invite me to places at my job. And I'm like, I really want to go to that networking event. And then when I find out what the hell, kind of food they have, I'm like, I used to tell my old boss, hey, are we going? What kind of, you yeah. know, can we yeah. go? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, we got to
1: yeah, go, can go, go Candice. Oh, maybe that'll be your new job. You can be in charge of networking for your business. I it's know. a full-time job if you can make it as much as you want to. I mean, so every time, like how I met you, I mean, so I'm like, oh, There's an opportunity comes about and you got to take the opportunities, right? As they come around. And so that's, and you never know what's going to come up. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this today. And anything that you do other than sitting at home by yourself is going to be networking and meeting new people. And, oh, one of the main things a new business person should do is join the Chamber of Commerce. And they take you and hold your hand through a, uh, setting up your business, making sure that you have your appropriate license and all the paperwork. In. And then they also do a lot of networking events. So I can go to the Friday breakfast in Carlsbad. I can do the monthly meetings, the happy hour meetings. So see, this is a fun job. You go to Friday breakfast and you go to happy hour.
0: That's interesting. I I never...
1: And they teach you too. They teach you classes and, um, how to run your business. And yeah, so that is that joining the chamber and then joining your, whatever your local business expert is like in my case, it was food pros, um, is the best way to get connected with the people that you need to help, um, Balance you, or to lead you in the right direction. Because if I have questions at this point in time, I can just go online and say, "Hey, what do you think about this? Should we do this? TripAdvisor is doing that. What should we do about it? You know, that type of thing." And um, so, you—it's your support systems. That's really that, good that, tip. That, that's what you need when you're in business. Because otherwise, you're kind of alone if you don't have uh, your community's support and um i think that that's why a lot of small businesses can be difficult because you're doing your little business at home with your computer you're not getting a lot of information from anyone outside or any ideas i mean i get so many ideas from other people i mean it's like the community is supporting you and uh, say hey why don't you try this and why don't you try that and and that's how you expand your business
0: that's awesome that's really awesome to hear because I I know I know of the Chamber of Commerce, but I never even thought to even join. Get on it, girlfriend. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I am because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I'm more of a I'm more of an online type business. So and- oh, it's
1: mine, but I have a face of the public as well. I mean, somebody has to run the back end of it, but and most businesses have you meet people out in the public yeah. that you could be on your show. I mean, there's, you know, people in the chamber that have a million different businesses. If you're doing a show on women and what they're doing, there you go. Right there. <laughs> you know, anyway, <laughs> it's just an idea. I'm
0: thinking, I'm like, Hey, this is, Hey, this is my mini coaching moment sessions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting good information while I'm like writing, taking notes there. That's, that's funny. <laughs> no, I want to actually check that out. I'm really going to check that out because I think that's very important And that you mentioned that.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you want your business to be by, supported by others and people that, that you know, if you have a bad day or whatever, or you you know, that it's not going to fall through because you have you have the strength behind you and and you can go to somebody and talk to them about it or somebody that's been through an an experience that you've had, you know, it just, it just makes you stronger. I think.
0: That's true. You definitely need that network. And that's one of the things that I focus on. One of the main things that I focus on this year and that's building relationships, because Mm -hmm. I say, if I could build relationships and, you know, meet people, network with them, have people on my podcast. I, you know, I can support them in the things that they do as well as they can support me in the things that I do. So it's kind of like we're all helping each other, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I and love I it.
1: Women do that really well. I mm-hmm. mean, I think in general women in business, we tend to we we do business with people we like you know so right it's all about building the relationship with somebody because if you like them you're more likely to go to their business and buy from them or or do something with them and you want to support them because we're all like in one one group you know we're all supporting each other
0: that's the true. that's true yeah it's awesome (laughs) so if you knew then what you know now what would you what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago well, ten years ago, let's see that.
1: Do do what your your heart says to do, and, you know. Go with the opportunities as they arise. Be open to something new that you may not even think about at this point in time. Because then, you know, it hadn't occurred to me. You're gonna own a food tour, really? I didn't even know what a food tour was at that time. So, um, you know, I just think that uh, being open to to the different things that happen in life, sometimes you don't know where it's going to lead you. And eventually you're like, oh, that was a great decision. And then making your decisions as you go along, instead of trying to run your life into, okay, this is where I'm going to be. That might not be where you're at. So, you know, you might take where you're at at that moment and say, okay, what opportunities do I have now? what I want to do now, who do I want to be, you don't have to be the same person the whole time, I mean, I've got a long that's life, so yeah. so we, you know, I was a nurse, I was a mother, I was, you know, you're different categories, and you're still a woman, and you're still, yeah, who said I was going to be a businesswoman, well, I decided I was going to be a businesswoman, and I think that's part of it, is 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 uh, just seeing yourself as in many facets, you know, that okay, today I've decided I'm going to be an artist. So therefore I'm going to start working on art and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, um, and just see where it goes. And uh, that way you keep uh, your, your a lot more things that you can enjoy in life that way.
0: That's really good tip because a lot of people out there that is on the internet, you know, big, internet people, you know, making a lot of millions and millions of dollars. And they always say the riches is in the niches, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, how long can you actually do that one niche before you have to keep moving up? You have to keep leveling up in your life and in your business. You can't Mm -hmm. do that same thing, that same niche forever, because at at a certain point, is going to come to a plateau, and you're going to have to make a shift. So well, th- you
1: know you'll know when that time is because something else will come up that will guide you to do the change. Like just for instance, the the second tour that I decided to develop, um, it was nowhere in the plan. I'm like, I'm going to have a tour, and that's that's it. Well, the second tour came up because there's too many new restaurants that I wanted to go to and I figured everyone else would want to go to and there or I make an opportunity for people that have already been on the original tour to go to the second tour. So you've got your niche. Your niche is my niche is Carl's Bad Food Tours. But my niche can go a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. I've got those tours, my niche is going to private tours now. I'm actually in the process of inventing a new tour. And that is going to be to go to some of the places in town that make foods like Prager Brothers and Gelato Love that actually make their food on premise and learn some of the industry secrets of how they make the foods and then eat the foods. So there's, you know, and that just happened to come up because I work with Gelato Love and they happen to uh, do a new place in in inland Carlsbad and they are surrounded by people that make food like them. And they said, we should have a tour over here. And I'm like, okay, so let's do this. And next week we're meeting to discuss their, their new event and how that's going to work. So like I said, you, you don't know exactly everything. You can't plan everything out, but you can be open when things happen.
0: That's awesome. I love that. I love that. I, we could do a mic drop right now. <laughs> we can do a mic drop after that it was like oh that's it we're ending the show on that note (laughs) uh, oscars are we know (laughs) oh my gosh so what's next for you what do you what's next for you what do you see yourself doing next well i'm continuing with the business
1: um we actually, it's funny because I, we, I do live in Carlsbad currently. However, we're going country now. And we're moving to Bonzel, which is a half hour from here, which not very far. Oh, okay. Okay. However, it's um, horse land, equestrian property and wine country. So we're going to live on top of a hill and we're going to overlook the strawberry fields. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, all this agriculture, I'm going to have a farm. I'm going to make my own. know lettuce and tomatoes and um, we have 50 avocado trees so we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, completely different than the suburban life that we've been living next to the beach I mean not on the beach but we've been kind of doing the suburban life here and we're just making making a change and so um, that should be yeah we've gone country is what they say (laughs) (laughs) who knew my husband was going to be a cowboy and we're both riding horses now. Um, And I'm riding these horses. They're called gated horses and they, um, they kind of prance around and they're, they're really cool horses. So,
0: so yeah, new chapter. That's awesome. That's like, that's my, that's my dream. That's like my ultimate. I want to get there because I want to be like somewhere just, just secluded and just, quiet i used to right. live in emeryville and uh I'm city girl and <laughs> they like building up in emeryville because it's a lot of people from san francisco that is pretty much moving from san francisco to oakland emeryville that area so they started right. building more houses and start getting noisy i was like no mama i said we we gotta go, we gotta go across the bridge. So I live in Fairfield. And when I tell people where I live, I'm like, I live in the middle of nowhere. And I love it. Like the cows is <laughs> is literally over the hill. And I'm like, I love it. And I'm saying yeah. to myself, how can I get more of this? How can I just be like, open air, acres? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, my kids,
1: I have four, four girls, and they all think we're, we've gone crazy. we <laughs> are like, we're moving to the country, come out to the ranch and ride a horse (laughs) or or go swimming. We're going to have a little pool and, and, you know, all that stuff. So I figured, you know, that's a good place kind of to have a home for retirement, type Mm -hmm. thing. because even though I can still go down to the village and do my thing at the village, um, I can go home to a peaceful environment and quiet, like you say, and sit up on the back porch and look at the sunset and just, you know, Relax. I might have to get a rocking chair. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds so awesome. That really does. Yeah, so. I'm just like, I have my eyes closed and I could just picture it right now. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: It's, it, it's fun. I mean, we're not doing the typical um, retirement thing that you're supposed to do. Sell everything and kind of pare down. We did that and that's where we're at at right now. we pared down. But now we're actually getting a bigger house and we're thinking, you know what, we can do some Airbnb here. We could do the bed and breakfast, um, you know, do some house swaps type things. we got a big place. Our whole family can come and stay for, for holidays, you know, make it uh, holiday weekends and things like that. So it's, it's just different. It's going to be different, but I, I think it's going to be good.
0: That's awesome. That's really good. So, do you have any last minute advice for our listeners out there? No, I I feel
1: like I've talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I would say uh, just go with the flow and let it let it happen and and don't try to control every little thing because uh, we're not in control. That's (laughs) right. But we're we're not in control, and uh, yeah. So just realize that and. That is right. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. The tours are about um, we're serving up happiness. So there you
0: go, one little spoon at a time. That is awesome. Well, where can everyone find you?
1: So I have a website. It's Carlsbad Food Tours with an S and they can check it out there. We have uh, Facebook pages and and Twitter, Instagram. You know, we got it all.
0: <laughs> everything you need in your business right yeah. <laughs> all the social can, <laughs> yeah
1: they can, they can call me or email me. it's Marie at carlsbadfoodtours.com awesome. and, uh, and we'll get you started on your tour
0: awesome that's really good to hear. Vacation down here
1: carl's bed oh. is a lot
0: of fun oh yeah i've been you watching know, it on youtube train, too.
1: you can take the train all the way down you can take amtrak from From the San Francisco area it's a great ride along the coast and that way you don't have to drive and just uh hang out in Carlsbad if you get off at the Carlsbad Billy's train station you'll be right at the meeting spot where we meet every day and if you decide to come down let me know I'll I'll, uh, talk to you about some hotels and things
0: that's really good to hear I'm taking notes (laughs) (laughs) okay I enjoyed you so much, and thank you so much for being on, and um, yeah, this was really, this was really awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Go to csdorsey.com to subscribe to the latest episodes or subscribe on the platform that you're listening on now, and remember, nothing is impossible, so let's make the impossible possible on today. Until the next time, take care.